Hey, Chris. How's it going? Good, Jason. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Yeah. Welcome. Well, thanks for hanging out with me again. And we, uh, we we took a little bit of break on recording for we did. a couple of weeks. We and, did. And um, I'm glad we're indoors because this is like the hottest week of the summer so far. Yes. Like it's and supposed to hit 100 today, I think, or something like that. Well, if it doesn't, the heat index will right. by far exceed it. And so, it's, it's a hot one today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, air conditioners are working extra hard today. Yes. And if yeah. I was, uh, if I had an outdoor job, I'd be like, how can I do it between 11 p.m. and 6 a.m.? Right. That would be my, that would be my goal. Yeah, I totally agree. And it'd still be hot. It's, it totally would. <laughs> and the humidity level right now in the state of Indiana is astronomical. Oh, like, were, you, were you saying temperature at 100 or humidity yeah, 100? No, no, I was talking about <laughs> the temperature, but I mean, the humidity is just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. You know, growing up in the Southwest, right. I'd never heard the phrase heat index. Okay. okay. Wind chill always, always out there. You know, six right. months of the year because the wind never drops below thirty miles an hour. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I remember walking to school and you know, like in college. Yeah. And I'd leave my dorm and forget that I'm completely shielded by the science building from the from the wind. Uh-huh. I walk around the corner of the science building and like, you know, thirty forty mile an hour of icy cold wind hits and you can't breathe for six steps. <laughs> So it yeah. just sucks the breath out of you, you know? Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, I mean, that is just, uh, yeah. So then, you know, somewhere, you know, going into high school or college, I finally heard the phrase heat index. I was like, yeah, yeah. Lord, it's... may I never move. Oh, well, now I'm in Indiana. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's that. That's right. That's right. Then, then you decide to, yeah, God yeah. brought you here. <laughs> totally. Totally. And we love it. Right, except for the heat. I was gonna say, except well, I don't mind the the heat heat as much as the humidity. Yeah, because everybody's like, "Well, heat's not a big deal in Arizona when it's 104." Like, yeah, it's still friggin' hot. Yeah, (laughs) you know, when we were kids, this the swirly side at the playground was still made of metal, right? And you still wore shorts. Yes, and you still lost every bit of skin skin on your. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's a dry heat. Yeah. Whatever. It's still still hot. Yeah. So, so what do we, uh, let's jump into some of our details today. Like what, what are we talking do. about? Well, I think, um, I think just kind of the theme of this whole podcast, we're going to do another deep dive today, right? Okay. Um, you know, is, is talking about how we, how we raise people up underneath us, uh-huh. whether that, I mean, that could be an apprentice doing the exact same job role and function as you are, mm-hmm. or it could be something like you're hiring an admin or a virtual assistant, or right. you're bringing somebody on to do a part of the business that that you don't enjoy as much, or you're not as good at. Right. You know? And so, um, so how does that work? How do we look at that? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the tool that we're going to look at um, is called effective learning. Okay. That there's three parts to this. That when you're bringing somebody on, um, for them to truly uh, begin to learn their role uh-huh. and to be able to lean into that and really make it their own, because that's, you know, I mean, we we love a carbon copy of ourselves, right? Right. <laughs> that does it exactly the way you do it, but th- that's never going to happen. So, right. um, you know, our goal should be. I want you to embrace this role, make it your own. You own it. You know, we've, we've talked about, I want you to have a passion for what you're about to do, mm-hmm. you know, what we're hiring you to do. And so there's three stages to that for them to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, the first is that you just have to kind of give an information dump, right? Right. You know, here's the role. Here's what has to happen. Here's the deadlines. Here's the passwords to log on. Here's what, here's whatever you need to be successful, mm-hmm. right? And, and it's just this large information dump. And a lot of times what we want to do is just say, all right, you got it. Now go for it. 
Right, right. <laughs> Make it your own. Here's hey, the information to yeah. go. And your first deadline's Friday, but you know you got right. four, you got three days, four days, whatever. <laughs> you, you'll figure it out. Yeah, and you know, and if you need help, just ask me a question along the way. Right. right. Um, that's where we fall into danger, mm-hmm. is that we we challenge somebody new to embrace it as their own way too soon. Right. And along <clears> that <throat> pathway, you know, when it's just an information dump, you can't retain all of it. Yeah, it's you know sure you make you know you might have somebody who makes incredible amounts of notes sure, right. but um, retaining that down the road, holding on to that, <coughs> incorporating it, letting it transform what you do, you know because we're you know when you hear the first story, it's easy to grab onto something, and go, okay, that's the most important part, right? When really, it's not, right? <laughs> and so you end up going weeks or months at a job thinking that's the most important thing, right? When in essence, uh, nobody really worries well, about it a whole lot. And it's not just the person, right? Like then the person that taught that person or gave the information to that person, they're also going, why did you grab a hold of that? Right. Like that right. wasn't the most important piece that I needed you to right. understand, right? I yeah. Mean, and I, I feel like I did a good job setting expectations up front. Right. Here are the 10 things I expect of you. Right. And you latched on to number five, and number five was on the grand scale of things was right. number five was not number one. Right, right. But we accidentally, inadvertently spent more time on number five, and now it sounds more important than one through four. Right. You know, and so going back through that, um, I mean, there, we're, we're missing a big step. Right. You know, so you have that information dump. You set the expectations. Here's, here's everything you need to be successful. Mm-hmm. And then before you say, go ahead and make it your own. Mm-hmm. You need to put a step in the middle um, called imitation. Mm-hmm. So you go from MFA, <laughs> you go from information to imitation before you let them innovate in their own way. Right. And so imitate is basically let me show you how. I mm-hmm. want you, you know, I will do it first. Right. And you watch. Right. And then I want you to do it the way I did it, mm-hmm. and I'll watch mm-hmm. and I'll give feedback. Right. You know, before we ever go to the hey, now you're released. Right. Now you're good to go. Um, you know, so, I mean, there are probably some except, goodness, I'm struggling today. That's a, that's a word log, (laughs) a word block. You know, there's probably some exceptions along the way. Yes. You know, that you're creating a brand new role. And so there's not a lot of imitation that's there. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you need to think through the level of what are the critical pieces of this role? Right. You know, if, if you've got three core values Mm -hmm. of your company, if you just dump and say, hey, here's our three core values, now go and make this role your own, mm-hmm. and they don't see you living out the core values and how you do your role, right? that would inform them huge. They, they get so much more example and information of this is how I need to shape this new role mm-hmm. because I've watched you do it. Right. You know, um, Not that role explic- explicitly, but I've watched you in your role, and mm-hmm. now I can imitate how you do your role through my role. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Not the actual job function sometimes. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, you know, we get overwhelmed. We get... Oh, totally. We get swamped. And we're right. like, here's the information. Run with it. Right. Go for it. Right. And that process of providing feedback, watching them doing it, you know, letting them watch you do it, mm-hmm. you know, is, is a huge thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it provides so many more learning opportunities that will help them catch all the little nuances yeah. that you really want them to catch. Right, and so that imitation piece is what really, really drives that mm-hmm. that transformation between information and somebody making it their own. Yes, so. I love that. So, 
So be sure you plan that in as well. Right. You know, if right. you're if you're already leading a team, um, when do you put, um, you know, when do you put that training time in? When do you put that time in for imitation? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're bringing on a new hire, it's somebody new to the organization. Um, you know, you've got to let something sit back in your schedule a little bit so that you can pour into that person. Right. You know, and, you know, we want to get them off to the best start they can. And mm-hmm. giving them that time reaps huge benefits down the road. Yes. Absolutely. I so, completely agree. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, you know, like, I think that's why uh, when I've been in other companies, I was like, man, why do we spend so much time on some of this information or some of this invitation mm-hmm. or some like, just let me go. Let me do my thing. And uh, I think that this is part of the course on why this is so important, you know, and it's yeah. just like because of these very conversations. Exactly. So, yeah. And sometimes even just saying, um, you know, hey, this this first six weeks of the job or three weeks, of, you know, or three months, you mm-hmm. know, of, um, this is what we're going to work on. Right. And here is a here here's a pilot project. Right. You know, it's something that doesn't have huge consequence in your company if it mm-hmm. if it doesn't quite go right. Right. Uh, but just saying, you know, here's three weeks. Mm-hmm. I want you to work on this project, and we're gonna we're gonna go back and forth, tweak and feedback, and mm-hmm. you know, bring appropriate support and challenge. Right. You know that that you may have, you know not even realize that, hey, you know, there's a resource I didn't give you. Right, right. And that person goes a month, two months down the road going, I don't know how you get this done. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you're catching those things up front. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, take some time, be intentional. Right. Is kind of the big. And making sure you're following the those three-step process. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. So information, huge. imitation, innovation. Love it. Yeah. Process to get somebody to make it their own and own their role. Right. In your company. So. Well, and we're going to, we're going to get into this a little bit more here in our deep dive, are we not? Yeah. So I would, I didn't want to say too much because I there's a lot to be said about some of that stuff. But let's just jump into our deep dive as well because there's a lot of stuff. I mean, I know that you've done this recently, and I know yeah. that I've done this in the past. And I, um, uh, not so much recently, but uh, well, actually, it's been an ongoing process for me too because right. of the fact that I had I didn't have some of these tools, and I don't. Um, early on, didn't understand that this how important this is. But let's let's touch yeah. base on on what what was your um, what was your most recent experience with this? Because I know this has played heavy with some of the right. stuff you've been dealing with. With yeah, I think because um, we have a a great um, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, I think <clears throat> I'm gonna back up and just say you know as as entrepreneurs. Whether that's in you know I'm in both the for profit and the nonprofit side, right? Um, you know, as we as we're launching things, we feel the burden on our own shoulders, right? And as it grows, we just add more layers, this and that. You know, we, um, you know, we've developed the product, a service, or whatever, and we're figuring out how to sell it, how to get you know. Then we oh well, now we need to layer on marketing, and now we need to layer on customer service and right. product guarantee, or you know. Uh, revisit follow up. What is you know? We add all these layers on, and at some point, as entrepreneurs, we just feel like I'm toast. Right. I'm I'm working 15 hours a day. I'm working right. seven days a week. I'm you know I'm I'm doing you know we talked about the 70 30 principle, <laughs> where you know you should be doing 70 percent of your time should be pouring into things that 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 energize you, that right. give you energy. And that 30% should be the things that, yeah, it's going to drain you. I can do it well, but you know, it's going to, when we get that flipped as entrepreneurs and we're spending 70% of our time in 
the stuff that we don't want to be spending. Right. Anymore. It sucks the life. Right it does. Out of you. And you're just like, okay, I'm out. I'm done. Right. You know, another Monday rolls around. And you're like, nope. I'm no longer yeah. looking forward to going to work. Right. It's no fun anymore. Yeah. But you still feel a passion for what you're doing. You just, just not for how you're doing it. Right. You know, and that can, it's so that true. can kill it. <laughs> it can kill it. Um, and I think as entrepreneurs, right? Like we, that's like almost what we don't realize. And to your point, like, so many of us are like, I'm done. I'm out. Like, this isn't going to work. Like, I can't keep, I can't keep doing this for one, two. I'm feeling like I'm capped out. I'm doing the things that are stuck in life more out of me than they're giving. But yet I still feel that underlying passion of what I'm doing. Do I give up or do I, what, what I, I don't think many times we'll realize is we need to have more conversations about this kind of stuff where it's like, okay, we need to bring help in. Yeah. And this yeah. is, this is. This is a, the red sign of, hey, stop doing the things the mm-hmm. way you're doing them. Yeah. Let's go down the road of, uh, but then it comes into, well, I don't want to do it because it costs money. Or, well, I don't want to do it because um, how much time that's, I mean, because that plan that you just laid out, it's going to take, it take time. takes effort. It takes Absolutely. time. It takes time, money, and, and effort. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. so, but the blessings that come from that once you step into that realm. Right is amazing right. and I've been I'm all about it because I've yeah. been the benefactor of that situation of, of the of being in that situation. Right. And I think whether you're you're a business owner you know of a of a long-term business, you know I uh, met a guy the other day that um I think he's on fourth generation of the family business. Oh wow. You know, and I'm like that <laughs> the challenges that brings, you know. Right? Totally different than, you right. know, the guy who's just jumping into a brand new you know, franchise or business, you know, um, you know, so it doesn't matter if you're the business owner or you're a leader in the company or you just have your own team. Um, you know, I think these things really affect us because we're not, I don't want to use the word pride and ego, but it is Yeah, at at some level, right? (laughs) You know, at some level we're like, you know, this, this is my baby, Mm -hmm. you know, the buck stops with me at the end and I'm going to learn how to do this. And I'm going to do it well, and I don't think anybody else can do it as good as me. Right. You know, and, um, you know, this this sucks the life out of me, but I can't can't give it away. Right. Because it's my baby. That's my baby. Yep. And and that is a huge threshold to cross, I think, for us Mm -hmm. as leaders. Yes. That we're willing to give it away. And and I think there's a lot of barriers in that Mm -hmm. as well. We'll come to that in a minute, right? Because you asked about my specific story, yeah, and I'm dodging it. So no, let's, no, you're we'll good. go back. Let's go. Let's go. So let's go back and touch base. <laughs> I make so, a horrible interview, guys. So you're currently. <laughs> I know you're currently. The focus here recently is you have been working strong with the nonprofit, right? So right. The nonprofit has gotten to a point where you need the they need help. Yes. Um. So your job with was to do what exactly? I mean, the initial stages was the vision casting, the inspiration, um, kind of the the dreaming behind it. Mm-hmm. And that absolutely energizes me. Right. And then we get into, well, what's the business plan? Mm-hmm. What's the pro formas? What's the, you know, um, I actually have a call with an architect coming mm-hmm. up soon. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. Right. <laughs> but, you know, looking forward to the spreadsheet call. No, not so no, much. No, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and... You know, and I love the artistic side of things, um, but we're also at the point where we like we've got to create relationships. We've got to let our brand and our name be known in the community, right? So that we can start garnering support. You know, we're entering into a fundraising mm-hmm. phase, and so we're looking for investors. We're mm-hmm. looking for donors. Um, 
you know, and and so all of that is just it's it's more layers, right? Like what we talked about right. earlier, and and some of those things don't fall into the category of Jason enjoys doing some of those things, right? Right, right. and on, on some level, it's not even just that. It's Jason doesn't have the capacity to do all of it either. Right. right. I mean, right. so do we have the bandwidth? So we've yeah. kind of hit absolutely. A, Jason, and I'm not trying to pick on you, but do like, it. do it. Uh, at some level, you've hit a ceiling, and it's like, mm-hmm. hey, I can't do all everything I'm doing, and this too. And so it's right. like, now, I mean, I assume that you came to the realization, which I think you and I've had this conversation where yeah. it was, hey, it's time for me to find somebody to help us. Yeah. To make this happen because I can't do all this. Right. Like there's only 24 hours in the day and I have yet to find any more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have certainly observed a <clears throat> tendency which has created basically a three-year pattern in my life. It's kind of weird that it's landed on three years. But yeah. I can almost predict it that, um, that I will bury myself in this <laughs> burrow of tasks and, you know, just getting things done to the point where I, I, I'm forgetting to come up for air. Yeah. And about every three years, I'm like, I have got to, something's got to change. Right. <laughs> you know, it almost comes to a desperation mindset. Um, and so, you know, I've really been evaluating what, what gets me there. Why, mm-hmm. you know, what are these, what are these patterns in my life that, that shove me into that, that place? Right. And, and I love, um, I love creating new things. Mm-hmm whether that's artistic or systems or, you know, process, whatever, I love creating it mm-hmm. and setting a, I love setting a high bar, mm-hmm. but about the time we're at about 90% to the bar, <laughs> I'm ready to go create a new one. And right. somebody else needs to take that. Right. But then I don't do good at handing it off. <laughs> I don't do good at saying, okay, now whose is this? Who's right. going to own this? Who's going to take it? Who's going to run with it? And so what so, I'm hearing you say at some level, if you handed it off a little earlier, then you would be beneficial, and so would the person yeah, behind you. Uh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. And, so, and that's where I think you know, the talk about barriers comes into play, is right. that for me, my biggest barrier is feeling guilty that I know what gives me energy and I know what drains me. Mm-hmm. And I've just always felt guilty, even though I know other people aren't like me. Right. And other people get a lot of enjoyment out of things that I don't like. Right. I still feel guilty saying, hey, could you take this off my plate? Mm. Even if I, even logically, if <laughs> I'm going, this person's going to be fine with this mm-hmm. and they're probably going to do a better job than me. Yeah. But I can't give it because I feel guilty because I, I feel what it does to me and I don't want to wish that on anybody. Else. Right. You know, I so know that feeling. But all you know, there's also the whole leadership mindset of I'm not going to ask you to do something I'm not willing to do myself. Right. Well, and I think that what also that you've helped, to, and this is probably all goes to this conversation, and that is what I've realized is with the five voices, there's things that I don't enjoy that give life and energy to people that I'm working with. Right. So, like, I know this person that helps me in the office is amazing, and she enjoys it. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sucks the life out of me. Yeah. But what I've realized is, like, okay, those things give her life, and she enjoys that, then yes, please take this off my plate, because it is draining me. But Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally, I, and I totally know what you're talking about. I'm sure that... Every business owner that's listened at some level has probably felt that tough, right, right? Right. And I think that the five voices and 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 Giant has a significant and Exonimo has helped 
significantly to open my eyes to these kind of things. Right. Right. So and I going I don't I don't I don't want to get too far off because I do yeah. want to hit our topic, but I feel like at some level like so now we've hit the the idea that we've got to hire somebody, yeah. right? And so how where did that take you next? Um really for me it was I mean did you the, the the did you define a line of what you needed and and spend time trying to figure out what your options were prior to you know to going down okay I'm just was it just I'm going to hire somebody or do I need to find a certain I mean obviously we have to find a certain person that that gives life to right right has that skill set I think um I mean what I ended up doing uh, just this last week or so is uh, brought on a digital assistant mm-hmm. um, for for the nonprofit, mm-hmm. um, which in some of my research in this, I'll just throw this out there, um, listen to numerous interviews, yeah. read articles, you know, all, all types of information, did a lot of research because I felt like I really got to sell this, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> um, you know, of why this is going to be our first basically hire mm-hmm. as, a, as a nonprofit. And, right. um, which is huge. Yeah, it is. And in that research, the one thing that hit me the most was there was not one interview that said, you know, I made the mistake and I did it too early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mistake is always I waited too long. Yep. I've heard that I waited multiple too times. Long, but I never heard I did it too early. Yep. You know, um, some, you know, I ended up getting the wrong person or it wasn't quite mm-hmm. the right match. I had them doing the wrong thing when they should have been doing it, whatever. Right. But it was never too early. And so, um, so yep. I really just kind of tried to look at what the critical things that we needed to do moving forward were. Right. Um, what was, what is, what is the area that I brought the most value to mm-hmm. as, you know, kind of the, the, the visionary behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what are the areas that we absolutely need, but wasn't the use, maybe the best use of my time. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, digital marketing, I love design. Mm-hmm. I love, I love kind of the strategy behind it and, and there's some psychology and sociology in that, mm-hmm. and I love that. Right. But I don't like being on social media. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just the thought of one more platform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, and so that's the breakdown for me. It's not that I don't love doing the other stuff. It's mm-hmm. that I don't want to complete that task. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, being in it every, you know, every week <laughs> would would have an effect on me that that I don't. I don't want, you know, right, so, right. um, but there are people out there that absolutely love it. They eat it up. Right. And so, um, this gal that we were, you know, able to bring on, you know, just absolutely wonders, wonderful so far, super excited with what she's bringing to the table. Yeah. Um, you know, didn't use the colors and fonts and design mm-hmm. that I would have picked. Right. But that's okay. That's okay. That's it. It that's fit part within of, the branding part, part of her innovation side of things. Right. 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 Yeah. And, and so, so you had gone through at some level to give her some information and some invitation yeah, and shown her some things that you were working on as well as working through some of the information that you needed from her. Right. Right. Here's some examples of what we've done in the past. Mm -hmm. You know, here's how we did it. Um, and the first, you know, and, and we're working through the first designs together, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I'm giving, trying to give more feedback than I would ever give bef- in the past. Right. You know, just to say, yeah, this is how we, this is how I do. you know, this fits us. This is why it fits us. You know, just mm-hmm. trying to pick that apart more so that down the road she can make it her own and still own the brand at the right. same time. Right. You know, and so, so yeah, absolutely. From start, so 
from conception to done with research on this, right? Yeah. This idea before it actually became, how much time do you think you spent on it? Because I know, like, I don't know if business owners <laughs> realize this or not, but I don't know how many times I've gone to another business owner and asked him a question like, hey, did you hire somebody to do this? Or are you hiring somebody to do this? Like, is this, you know, asking those kind of questions, like, like what you came back with, which was, I waited too long to hire somebody right. to do this. Right. <clears throat> it was more than um, that. Yeah. You have to slow down to go further. So how much you time do. do you think you spent doing research? Oh, I'm just ballpark. That it. one's hard. I'm to, just curious. That's hard to quantify. Cause like, you know, you can hit, it, you can hit level. three podcasts on 1.5 speed while you're Right, so or you're mulching the yard, you know. <laughs> right, and you get tidbits um, out of it still. Yeah, and I, I probably hit uh, eight to a dozen different podcasts. There you go, and not all of them. You know, I'd, I'd hit the pertinent information when it started going off track. I'd, I'd right. skip to the next one. You know? Right, right, right. Um, you know, definitely research. Um, I called a couple different. Um, there's there's organizations out there that do virtual assistant work. Yeah, um, where they find a match for you, kind of thing. Um, great stuff, mm-hmm. but. It just didn't match our needs, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so, um, but I had those conversations. I heard, mm-hmm. you know, the language, kind of how they were structuring things, and that informed how I would structure. So what, 10 things. hours? Easily, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 10, 15 hours? Yeah. And then I thought, well, I'll just throw something out on LinkedIn, see if... See what happens. See any, get any bites. I had 50 hits on LinkedIn, 50 resumes within eight hours. Oh, wow. I started it in the morning, and I shut it off by dinner. It's like, this is too much. Right. And um, there were three leads out of those that I followed up on. Okay. Um, none of those, uh, I mean, we never really got through the first calls. Okay. It, it, it was pretty quick. This isn't going to work. Okay. You know? um, and, um, but the one that worked was, a reference. was the one business owner in town that I talked to, and I said, Hey, do you know somebody? Nice. And it was that person's recommendation that went all the way in. Yeah. How many, how many times have you heard that before? Like I've heard that so many times where it's like, yeah. you know what? There's probably somebody you know or somebody who you know who knows someone that is probably a great connection point. Yeah. yeah. And how many times do, I mean, Dan Miller talks about this all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's those personal connections. But anyways, going back. Okay, so. We got a little time then onboarding. So we spent a little time on interviewing. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you, you got five hours in that, you think? You, yeah, probably. I mean, with, with all four of the different leads, I probably spent five, six hours okay, so setting up interviews, doing interviews. and So we're like 20 hours in, worst case scenario, and we got yeah. options, right? Mm-hmm. So in the grand scheme of things, that's not very much. Right? No, it's not. You know, you think you got a 40-hour work week, and you, yes, more than likely you spread that out through a couple of weeks. So maybe you spent two hours a week over. It was about a month. Oh, yeah. So there yeah. you go. About a month. Okay. Yeah. Now we got options. Then we finally pick one. Then onboarding process. How long did that take, you think? And I mean, um, granted, we're kind of running through this a little quickly, but yeah. we're just trying to give a frame of reference, I think, for people so that understand, like... Your whole world doesn't have to stop when you entertain this and go down right. this road, right? Because right? I think yeah. from a, a new guy's perspective, it looks like a mountain. But really, this is broken down into like molehills. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, uh, onboarding, I would say, I'd say I'm, I'm 
I'm definitely blessed on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you I know, because so this is probably we're, not normal. We're hiring within um, her. Edu- I mean, this is her passion, her education, right? And so she's coming to the table with a lot more than I have. <laughs> yeah, and we're starting from basically step one. <laughs> you know, we had we had information on. Uh, on one social media platform, mm-hmm. but we had not really posted in nine, 12 months. Right. I mean, and it was the old branding. It wasn't even the right. new branding. Um, and then I, I added the organization on LinkedIn just so I could put a post up to hire. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, and so we're, we're starting basically at ground zero. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, like what we were talking about earlier with the imitation side of things, um, we're really starting from scratch on this. Right. And so what we're building together is really, um, um, you know, she's bringing a lot to the table in the innovation side. Right. And so, you know, we don't, you know, kind of what we're doing is fitting. The, but the imitation thing is, here's our voice, here's our uh, values, mm-hmm. here's the image, here's our branding, here's what we're trying to communicate in the community. That's what we're imitating right now. Mm-hmm. You know, design and, you know, whatever we're doing on Instagram, you know, right. one post a year is better than what we've been doing. <laughs> right. Right, right. You know, and so um, there's innovation on that side. Right. So, um, so, I mean, I think what is funny is, is that at some level, like I went through some of this on the for-profit side with one of my businesses yeah. last year. Okay. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so not that I'm, um, I'm not trying to change what you said or anything, but like mm-hmm. at some level it was very similar, the process, but different. Um, in the fact that it was a different business, but very similar um, ways about going to. I took plenty of time. I waited too long. I, <laughs> I mean, you and I had that conversation yeah. last year. I'm sure a few times, right? Right. So it's like, come on, Chris, <laughs> get it going. Like, if you're listening on the podcast, I rolled my eyes when I said a few times. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the uh, gestures here are just unbelievable. <laughs> Anyways, um, so like. I went through a time where I was asking other business owners in information, this, that, and the other. And then I didn't do the LinkedIn thing because I didn't, I don't, honestly, I didn't think about it. Um, but I just put a thing on Facebook and just was like, hey, you know, and kind of made a joke out of it. And somebody said, hey, I'm curious to know what you need. And next thing I know, I um, was talking to somebody who actually was perfect for what I needed. Yeah. And Absolutely. And then I uh, honestly, at the beginning, from the, um, she as well brought more on the innovation side as well. Mm-hmm. The imitation side of things and the information side of things. I had the information. I had some of the imitation side, but honestly, I just told her, I was like, look, at some level, you and I are going to learn this together because I know what I do, but I don't always know what I'm doing. Like right. I'm doing right. it because this, I know I need to do it and that's why I'm doing it, but mm-hmm. I don't know exactly why I'm doing it or how, well, I know how I'm doing it. I can show her the parts on the computer on wh- how I do it, but not always right. perfect it, if that makes sense. Right. And so she's done an excellent job of taking what information I had and what imitation I had and taking it to another mm-hmm. level, Right. which is just similar to your situation. Mm-hmm. And I would say that, I don't know if the timeline is exactly the same, but at some level, it's kind of is. Right. It's kind of close. So I think the great part of the information, imitation, innovation Mm -hmm. 
is is that three legged stool is huge. Yeah, and that the time um, I also realized in that process, and I don't know if you've realized this in that, but it was also time well spent mm-hmm. because if it's done right, then <clears throat> there's less problems later. Right. Well, I mean, it goes into your industry. Like, <laughs> if you're if you're putting a new wall in a house, you know, hey, we're we want to make a bigger kitchen. So you tear down the kitchen wall, move it four feet in, you know, into the dining room. Dining room's smaller. Right. But if you don't build that wall appropriately, right. year, two years, ten years down the road, you're yeah. going to have major problems. Right. And so it's the same idea in terms of, you know, raising up leaders underneath you, whether they're, mm-hmm. you know, just doing your grunt work or they are leaning into a skill or something that's going to be part of the future of your you know, expansion for your business or something like, you know, right. Um, you've got to take care of it the first time. Right. I completely right. agree. Yeah. And, and I think, um, you know, the, the EOS system, the, uh, attraction book right. and, you know, in entrepreneurial operating system, right. they talk about it in terms of, um, hitting ceilings in your business. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, and, um, I'm part of another group here in the community and we were actually talking about this this morning. <laughs> so it's fresh on our, fresh on the mind is, that um, often we think about the ceiling and and we're afraid to back down from the ceiling because mm-hmm. we've risen to this level right. and and you know and our bandwidth is maxed out our cash flow is maxed out or whatever is you know all of it's maxed out and right. we don't see it's hard to see solutions ahead because you're you're face up against that ceiling right right and so we just sit there and we just kind of pick at it mm-hmm. <laughs> hoping that sooner or later we'll break through that ceiling right um but, you know, what we're talking about today of bringing somebody on board to help you break through that ceiling, mm-hmm. you do kind of have to drop down a little mm-hmm. to get a running start. Right. <laughs> and it's or okay. pick up a tool to go through it. Yeah, it's I okay mean, to slow down just a little bit. Right. You know, not sacrifice major things, right. but, um, you know, to, to get a running start at it. Absolutely. Well, and I think that at some level, you know, when you're running with so much in your hands it's hard to break through something because you can't get the, you're trying to drag all this stuff with you. Yeah. And sometimes it's okay yeah. to set some of that down, go through the wall and then come back for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. it's like you don't, you don't run the, the electrical lines after you put the drywall up. You got to take the drywall down in order to be able to put the electrical lines right. in first. Right. You know, it's just, or put them up first. You know, it's just, there is definitely, um, and I think as entrepreneurs, we, we forget these things because we just, we get in a groove and it feels good because we think we're moving forward, but there's times where we're just, we're just spinning our wheels. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And, and we even talked a little bit this morning about um, how it's easy just to, to latch onto somebody. Uh, there's probably two, two types of person that it's easy to latch onto when you're thinking about bringing on assistant or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one is the person just like you. Mm-hmm. You've got the same, you know, you got this huge amount of chemistry and friendship because, man, you love the same things and you're after the same things. And then you right. hire them to do the things that you don't like doing. Well, that's what they don't like doing as well. Right. And you're just setting yourself up for failure along the way. Or mm-hmm. the other group is, um, you know, hire a friend or family member that is a known quantity. Mm-hmm. You know their character. You know their integrity. Right. You know that you know what you're getting. <clears throat> And you know they've been successful in other ways, right? But you know, clearly defining in advance, here's what I need done. Mm-hmm. Are you truly a good match for that? Which is right. where you know I've really appreciated stuff like Five Voices is truly understanding. You know, 
what drives a person, what brings right. them energy. And that's what I want to hire for. Yeah. You know, you know what is funny. I just talked to a tenant the other day and uh, was chit chatting with them and, and they were talking about, well, what, what should we do? And I was like, well, do you, have you taken the five voices test? And they're like, what's that? And I was like, okay, look, you need to figure this out because it'll be, your life will be so much easier once you figure <laughs> some of these details out. Yeah. 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 So another question that came up, yeah, I was just, um, if any of my, uh, if any of my group listens to this, you know, let me know because uh, we're just doing it all over again. Right, that's awesome. <laughs> Putting Chris on the spot. I didn't, I didn't get to be part of that yeah. this morning. So, so what um, is it okay to hire, uh, you know, this type of position for a short term or a trial period? Like saying, hey, we're ninety days, and then let's reevaluate and see if this is a good fit. What do I you mean, think about that? I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, I think if the expectations set there, then yeah. it's it's a realistic conversation. Still, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Do I, I would feel uncomfortable with the idea of hiring somebody for 90 days with the expectation that I'm going to fire them in 90 days. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. so I think you truly have to be clear on your expectations. Uh, like, mm-hmm. and this is why we talk about these things, right? Like, so if you have the five voices test and then you have the understanding of what gives life to these people, to the people that you want to hire and the things that they you need done, then you should be in a, in a good spot that you're, you know, your hope is that, um, the idea is not greater. Is the idea of having the job and doing that work is not greater than what truly what what they really gives them life. Does that make sense? I think so. So, so we want we want. I mean, you and I, as business owners, as well as business, you know, in, involved with the nonprofits, we want to see people in um, positions where they they blossom. Like I yeah. want nothing more Absolutely. than to see people grow and to. To greater to their greatest potential, right? Mm-hmm. So, because we all want to get to our greatest potential, totally. And so, if we can help people get there as business owners or as involved with nonprofits, that and it's just an amazing spot. So, if a ninety-day review needs to come around to have a real conversation that maybe it's not working out or it is working out, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, because you know, as an entrepreneur, you're probably thinking. Um, I've got 20 things I would love to get off my plate. Right. But I can only hire for five or seven of those. Right. And it's okay 90 days in to to start looking at the match going, mm-hmm. you know, are, is this the right five or seven? Right. You know, right. and even kind of giving ourselves permission to um, not get it right the first time. Yes. But I we agree. don't have to be perfect out of the box. I agree. Um, yeah, and, it's, yeah, it's our baby and it's, you know. And it's okay. Failure is okay. It is. You know what I mean? That's something that you definitely got to be okay with, even in the hiring process. Like, it's not going to be perfect. And I, yeah. I don't know about you, but I know, like, early on, I was like, these are the list of 10 things I need help with. And oftentimes, I kept bumping into people that could knock out two or three, but couldn't always knock them all out. And I was right. like, is this even possible? Like, am right. I even looking? Am I, am I looking for the wrong person, or am I... Um, or am I asking too much? Because those questions pop up, right? Yeah. In the hiring process. And I think that it's just, at some level, you just need to f- you need to keep looking. Mm-hmm. And it, it's okay. And yeah. if the first person doesn't enjoy it, and you don't want to trap them just like they don't want to, you, you know, they don't want to be trapped either, right? So, right. Right. So they may a, 90 days in going, this, uh, yeah. it's only about 60% good match. Right. But they're afraid and, to say anything. Right. And it's, yeah. but at some level you can have a real conversation with the fact that, Hey, 
I'm not really enjoying this, but I don't mind to keep doing it if you want me to continue to help you while you find somebody that might. Right. You know, those conversations are, can be real as well. It's, but clear expectations, clear, clear solutions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, just, it just depends on how much time you can invest into it to be able to know truly that that's the answer. Right. Right. So I think, I think when it comes down to bringing somebody else on board, whether it's from admin to um, I need a technician or I need an, a crew leader or I need somebody in this role or that role or I need, I need my right-hand man or woman to sit mm-hmm. you know, in top-level leadership with me, um, at all of those levels, we have to be willing to slow down mm-hmm. and be intentional. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, there's stories of great accidental things happening, <laughs> but we need to be intentional. Right. We've got to take the time to to truly think through um, what do we need, what do we need a person to bring to the table, mm-hmm. and how do I find out how to discover that? Right. You know, totally agree. Um, you, you know, five minutes into the interview is not the moment to go. Oh, wait, now what question do I need to ask right. to discover if this person enjoys meeting deadlines or not? Right. That's you know, exactly right. Um, you know, and that's where, going back to one of your favorite topics, right? Yeah. <laughs> of mentors and coaches. Yes. You know, there are people who have walked these roads before us, mm-hmm. and we can lean into their knowledge, their wisdom, right. their experience, and they can help us go further faster. Right. And, you know, that's um, not that that's the ultimate goal, but... No, but I mean, it's, I think it's helpful. Yeah. It's, you know, it does, it, it, at some level, it still goes back to the same idea mm-hmm. of the information, imitation, innovation. Absolutely. You know, so it's like at some level, those mentors have been down these roads. They have gone and dealt with some of these things. Right. And so they're trying to give you the information and the imitation so mm-hmm. that you can put your own innovation yeah. to it. You know what I mean? So right. it's just looking at the same thing in a little different twist, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I forgot about an analogy that I feel like, um, I know I've talked about this before, not on the podcast, but somewhere else, but, um, I mean, not to, I mean, really, I mean, to simplify this, right. <laughs> you know, if, if you've been a parent, yep, we have done this, right. You know, I, you know, if you think about the first time you broke out the big Duplo, <laughs> you know, the giant Legos, yes. <laughs> for your kids, yes. you know, mega blocks, right. <laughs> You know, um, you know, it, it's at a certain age, they can barely grasp it, right? Right. And so you're the one that's building the towers. Right. And then they, you know, they scoot by, walk by, run by, and they knock down your tower, right? Mm-hmm. But if they go to build a tower, mm-hmm. they're going to get two, three blocks, and they don't know what they're doing, right? right? Right. And so to help them build the towers, initially, you're the one holding the block, and maybe you place their hand, all right, help me. And so they help you put the block on, mm-hmm. right? right? Their hand isn't doing the work. Mm-hmm. They're just following your work. Right. And then at some point you switch where they're holding the block. You're guiding their hand. You're helping them get that block straight. <coughs> you know, you're, you're lifting them up so they can get 12 blocks high instead of just 10 blocks high, right? Right. You know, and so you're helping them do the work. And then at some point you let them go and they start building the tower on their own. Right. You know, and maybe you step in at some point and, and be like, okay, son, to truly 
build a great foundation, right. you need to use 12 blocks. Right. <laughs> and you teach them this, you know. And so you get further complexity down the road, and they you, you help them grow. And if we think about bringing people on board mm-hmm. in terms of how we walked our children through these growing phases of life, right. we would be so successful. Mm-hmm. And the relationship and the integrity, the trust, just... Everything that's built along the way would be right. Would be amazing, you know. It's amazing that this whole idea runs so far through everything we do. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, like, yeah. I mean, this is a. And don't get me wrong, I love this. I love that this came up. I just, I've never realized how important it and how much it runs through my life. Yeah. And and to be truly successful is to make sure that these points are hit. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. the whole imitation or information, imitation, inf- innovation. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. Like, it's huge. Yeah. So, yeah. and I want to give a, a shameless plug for Uncommons that has brought this kind of, one of the things that has brought yeah. this topic up today, because it's, you know, this um, this nonprofit that we've both been working on a little bit too. Has yeah. Been, uh, one of those babies that we've been stewing on for a very long time. And, Absolutely. Absolutely. Is quickly come to fruition and it's quickly coming to a lot of changes. And we're going from idea to reality. Yes. We're talking about this in a wider circle, which is really cool. Because this has just been an amazing journey (laughs) and so much has been going on with it behind the scenes. So, not that I want to get off on that, but I just, I do. Well, but I mean, super excited about this this nonprofit that we've been involved with. So, I mean, you guys go check it out. You can go to. uh, you can find The Uncommons at um, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. LinkedIn. Um, you can go to uncommonsgw.com. Uh, Greenwood is what the GW stands for. Um, actually, I think that's the handle on all the socials as well. So okay. at uncommonsgw. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm at all the socials. So, um, yeah, check it out. See, yeah. what we're, uh, see what we're about in the community. Um, you know, leading a serving podcast is isn't is an outflow of the idea behind the uncommons right. of how do we, how do we fight for the highest good of our community? You know, if, mm-hmm. uh, if we're doing that as leaders and the people we um, lead and our families and our neighborhoods, you know, things around us, how can we do that as organizations as, you know, on a community level? And right. so um, we're really excited about what's coming down the pike. And as usual, we'll make sure to have the five voices test in the, in the show yeah, notes as absolutely. well, just because we, we don't, I'm, we're always talking about it, so it's definitely good to right. be there. That's so. right. Yeah, it's become a common language that we truly has that we truly really has. talk and, about and a great right. gift. You know, that's yeah. truly helped a lot of people. Yeah, so and it's free. So I mean, right. And then there's that. I mean, nothing in life is free, right? <laughs> nothing of this value is free, but it right. is. But it yeah, is. I mean, that's, that's, so that's true. what's crazy. So, so love it. Well, well, thanks for hanging out, Jason. Yeah, thank you, man. And uh, you know, if you're, <laughs> uh, give us a like. Give us a subscribe. like. Subscribe. You know, comment, um, shoot us an email. Um, We've got a couple of uh, really neat um, um, interviews coming up. Yes. Um, Local business owner, local uh, school leader. Um, Yeah, we got some cool stuff coming up. Yeah, so stay tuned. uh, um, Stay tuned through the summer. Stay cool. Yes. And dry out there. Go on vacation. Enjoy your life. Exactly. (laughs) I love that. Because the fall is coming. Right. Right. (laughs) Back to the grind. (laughs) That's right. And then winter. And then we do it all over here. Right. Um, No, appreciate you guys listening in, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Sounds good. Thanks, Jason. Bye-bye. Bye.